we open out in the vast blueness of space as the Aerialbots fight Cyclonus and the Sweeps. The Decepticons are getting their asses handed to them, so they duck into a convenient wormhole thing. Seriously, spatial anomalies are about as anomalous in the Transformers universe as they are in Star Trek. Which is to say, not at all. Clearly they've emerged in another dimension or something, because space is kind of purpley now. They stumble into a planet that, by their reckoning, resembles Cybertron during the Golden Age. There they meet a group of Autobots that includes... Sandstorm. The guy we met several episodes ago on Earth. You know, Octane's buddy. Now, okay, I understand wanting to put a character with an actual toy here, but what about the guys you haven't used yet? There's really no excuse for this. Well, except the usual excuse of sloppiness. Ooh, look, it's a blue version of RC. Anything's possible here. Cyclonus isn't being fed free energon fast enough, so he bitch slaps her and drinks straight from the trough. Civilized. Why aren't they trying to blow us away? Perhaps because they aren't armed. Have I got the wrong idea? Or are these guys a bunch of wimps? Yes, they appear to be wimps. Turns out the planet is called Paradron, and everyone on it is a pacifist. Which, for two guys with guns, makes for a pretty fun time. Meanwhile, back on Earth, Soundwave talks with the voice of an Insecticon for no apparent reason. We're picking up an image, Galvatron, Galvatron! Cyclonus calls back to... Oh, this is supposed to be Char. Hmm, alright then. Well, Cyclonus calls home and tells them about the awesome thing that he found. Meanwhile, Sandstorm pleads to his guys to stop being pacifists and defend their planet. And they refuse. Yeah, we all know how this is gonna go. I'd like to make a quick aside here and mention how much I love it when we're on planets like this, or in Cybertron's past, when we just get scads and scads of generic robots. I always enjoyed the look of your generic Transformers characters in the background, and this episode's full of them. But then, they're probably all gonna die in the next little while. Galvatron shows up, talks some sense into the crowd, and before long they're kneeling before him. Sandstorm makes his way out to an old shuttle, and after avoiding pursuing Decepticons for about, oh, six hours, heads off to find help. Eventually, he meets up with the Autobots, who have a hard time buying his story because they don't have a record of a planet called Paradron. Well, duh, it's hidden. Sandstorm feeds them the exposition, that Paradron's inhabitants left during the Fourth Great War, which hasn't happened yet as far as I can tell because the Matrix told Rodimus that the Third War rages to this day. Well, whatever. They went and built a colony inside a Vortex thing where they could live in peace. Which makes sense, except the Vortex thing obviously isn't enough to keep Decepticons out. Back on Paradron, we have more of that Combiner is hanging around at the same time as one of its component robots is also hanging around action that the show loves doing. The Autobots send a decoy shuttle ahead, which gets blown to bits. Meanwhile, Rodimus comes up with a decent plan to invade Paradron and rescue the now-enslaved inhabitants. Naturally, a whole bunch of fighting happens because we're making an ironic point here. And, you know, I mock, but there's some pretty cool stuff here, and some pretty heavy themes for the target audience of ten-year-olds. Rodimus ends up having to blow up the core of the planet to save its people, which is pretty badass. And it leads to this. I've never seen anything this beautiful in the entire galaxy. Alright, give me the bomb. And then this. It's as beautiful in death as it was in life. Well, no need to get all mushy. Cybertron's a better place anyway. Not so perfect. That's fucking cold. 